Does it look like I'm in the <laughs> you're, you're a technical like, high school? <laughs> you're at the yearbook class of high school, uh, which I never, I never got. I never did a yearbook in high school. You never bought one, or you never? No, I have them. I, I didn't oh. get my sophomore yearbook, but I do have the rest of them. I have every single yearbook. No, I don't have my sophomore. I think I had to steal one. I think I found one. I just took one. I think I might have it now. I can't remember. I bet in like small towns, if you go to like their Goodwill, you'll find a copy of the local high, high school one. yearbook. I, I know that all the storage work people, like the storage people buy, buy storage lockers, obviously. If they find yearbooks, they sell them online. They go for like a hundred bucks. They can sell them and people do buy them because I guess, I mean, they're very rare. Cause you're not going to get one anymore. Yeah. You're not going to get one anymore and you're, you're, you're 55 years old. I want to remember Debbie Chichawa. What a jerk. That girl. I miss you. <laughs> I love you. I loved you, prom queen. Why did you have to die in that car crash? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. oh, baby. Well, baby. Well, the Lord took her away. <laughs> and then like the pages are stuck together for the just, next person. Just like room 22. And then his, his kids find it after he dies, and they're like, look at his grip. Oh. Ah. Ah. Burn Debbie it! Chow. Debbie Chichawa. Oh, Debbie. He's Asian and Hispanic. <laughs> Debbie Chichawa? Chichawa, yeah. I just made her up right now. Oh, uh, intro. I, I don't know. Norm MacDonald? Yeah, that's fine. Submitted for your approval, the case of one Miss Janet Tyler. A hideously disfigured woman hoping for one last chance at a medical miracle. Today, her bandages come up, but we must not be surprised by what we see, for beauty is in the eye of the beholder, even in the twilight Well, Miss Tyler, today is the day. Sometimes what is beautiful to one is not beautiful to another, as this woman learned when she, well, she didn't really learn anything. And neither did we. Frankly, usually I try to have some kind of ironic twist or moral in these things, but I got nothing this time because that woman was hot. <laughs> in the twilight zone. This is Miss Liz Powell. She's a professional dancer. She's in the hospital as a result of overwork and nervous fatigue. And at this moment, we have just finished walking so with her so in a nightmare. In a moment, she'll wake up and will remain at her side. The problem here is that both Miss Powell and you will reach a point where it might be difficult to decide which is reality and which is nightmare. A problem uncommon, perhaps, but rather peculiar to the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 449 for TZ59, 217, 22 Redux, Phoenix West. Dick, Dick, His intro, because it's all shot live. And he wasn't really, yeah. it's like, he sounds like, she's going to find out what it's, it's just I'm awful. over here. Yeah. He's just up. They didn't put a mic on him for some reason. They just, uh. Well, I feel like he was just smoking on his knees underneath the camera and he comes up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, I got to do this thing. Okay, oh, oh, okay, let me do this. That would be funny if the whole intro, you just seen a cloud of smoke every once in a while. Room for one more. And it was basically Rod Serling's. Kind of epitaph in a sense because he was smoking a cigarette and that was the end of him. In a morgue. That's what did him in. 
them goddamn cigarettes. He is just awkwardly standing in front of the door. <laughs> I don't know where else to go. I'm coming for us. The video. It's one of the five or six video episodes that we discussed last week. Yes, it, it has the, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's one of them. It's ugly. Mm. This is, it ruins what could be a, like a classic episode, really. Semi, I mean, this semi-classic. Is this considered highly, a highly considered episode? I'd say it's middle of the, or upper, upper middle tier. What does the British man say? Um, I don't know. We don't have Frank. And I don't memorize everything Tom Elliott says. Because so. Frank does. Frank knows Tom Elliott yeah. inside now. I mean, I'm not the person to ask. Definitely a fan of Time Elite, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to remember. Come on, yeah. we're professionals, Dick. That's not, that wasn't me. That was the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Rod got a cell phone call. It must have been. Yeah. I will answer this after I do my smoke break. Ugh. So, is this your first time watching this episode? No, I've seen this one before. Okay. Do you remember it being and a video, though? I do. Uh, which I've always thought was kind of odd, and I was like, "Oh wait, was this fifth season?" And no, second season, which is or fourth season, second where they did all the no, but I know, but the fourth season is when they did all the um, they did the um, hours, yeah, the the live ones or whatever. There's no live ones. No, no, from the fourth season. Nope. No, I mean fourth season. They're all taped. I mean, what? No. Or what season? There's no season where they're. This, this is the season where they did the the video ones. They look like they're filmed live, but they're not. I thought that was the whole season they did that. No, it's like six oh. episodes of season two. Oh, was it? I thought it was more than that. I thought like the whole fourth season were. Oh no, they were, they were the hour long episodes. That's what. I'm yeah, thinking. that's what I'm saying. That's what it was. Yeah, the fourth season is all the one hour episodes. So it was season okay. two was the, the the video episodes are oh god. Um, looking at the list, lateness of the hour, um, the night, no, yeah, the night of the meek, uh, d- not dust, uh, back there, but the whole truth, uh, 22, static, and I think there's one more, no, there's not, that's it, is this five mm. episodes? Oh, okay. That's I'm, it? Uh, oh, what's yeah, I'm did? looking at the episode list. They did it to save money, and they realized it wasn't really cost effective. Or at least not enough to warrant how shitty it looked. Right, yeah. Because, um, they, uh, yeah, they have to do these extended shots. So they had to yeah, do... It's all, it's all, yeah, it's all like a live production. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, the camera keeps moving. There's no cuts because it's not being edited. It's just one take, basically. The only episode that it's like kind of ruins is Night of the Meek. Because mm. that, sh- that should be more of a classic than it is. And it, it just looks so bad. It just looks, everything looks so out of focus and fuzzy, and the sound is terrible. I don't know why mm-hmm. the sound mattered, why they recorded the sound differently. I, I don't know. Must have been yeah. the limitations of the time. There was, obviously, there was a reason. They did it for all six episodes. They all sound like shit. Right, yeah. But, it's just, maybe, I don't know. It, it must have been a, a money, like you said, it must have been for, uh, economic reasons. Yeah, maybe they wanted to cut bad. back, and they were, or, or it was just a big experiment that didn't really quite work. It was. I mean, there's lots of writing about this, and, and we have some yeah. in that book, uh, the Twilight Zone Companion. But I'm not going to read it because I don't care. Um, I, I, I don't read it. I not, do my homework on this. We're we're not here to take a deep dive. We're here to do dick jokes about the Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah, get out of here. 
Speaking of dick jokes, Jonathan Harrison, yes, Mr. Smith from Lost in Space shows up and he's like, oh, if, I was a, if I was a young intern, I'd be jumping on the chance to touch your titties. Because <laughs> he like comes on to the middle-aged go-go dancer. He is creepy. Who is overstressed and delirious because she's a woman. His manager goes, she's the best stripper. Dancer. Yeah. Dancer, whatever. Dancer, I'm not going yeah. out there, Bernie. You're my manager. What are you doing, Bernie? And why is she in a hospital? Like, honestly, would they kick her ass out for someone that has, like, you know, fucking polio? Or cholera or, you know, anything Some, yeah. other than Spanish, slight Spanish fatigue. Flu. I have, yeah. for all I, for all we know, she's in a hospital bed because she has dreams. <laughs> this ain't the dream. This ain't the episode where you can live a past life either. So no. this bitch got to get out of the hospital. This was the sixties. If anything, she'd be committed for having thoughts that were deeper than, you know, baking and, and the sort. Because if Twilight Zone taught me anything, it's if a woman has thoughts, she gets arrested or she's going to die. Get her, get her a long jacket. Go, go. Get, get, uh, uh, this woman's obviously crazy. I'm gonna call the cops and I'm gonna get her outside. You gotta jump her and put her in the car and take her to the loony bin. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. She's a stripper. Oh yeah, put her in the bed. We'll we'll fix that. We need those strippers. That that's make the sure reason she's, she's only in a hospital bed, sure not locked up. She's wearing a crop. She's wearing a crop top that keeps her tits in place. Exactly, and then uh, she's got everyone's grandma's haircut. Why am I in the? Why are I in a hospital gown, Bernie? Oh, she's so irritating. Why'd they make someone so irritating? I, I didn't care that she didn't die. <laughs> I kind of hope she did. Well, and the whole the whole point of this was she keeps having this recurring dream where she's in she's going to room twenty two, and <laughs> she's going to room twenty two, and it's the morgue. So she gets to the morgue, and the doors open, and this really uh, handsome nurse is there. And she goes, room for one more, which I feel like is kind of the same as that of the, uh, the, the, the hitchhiking one going my way. Oh, like the same, it's the same story. I was going to say oh, it's the well. same as the season one episode with the dream. Well, um, I mean, it, it, it's basically all the same sto- plot line, only told differently because it's about someone having a recurring dream or a recurring incident. And it's due to them being dead or them about to die and this is the way out is this is the warning given to them the, the foreboding warning of don't go in there basically I'm trying to remember the name of that episode which uh, one the the dream one or the yeah, hitchhiking one the one where the guy goes into the therapist's office it's one of the great window jumps right well, he has he died per, he goes, chance to dream to 109 I can't, yeah i can't go to sleep because i'll have a heart attack and yeah. it's this woman every time and she, it's the same like, thing as this only yeah that one kills him and this one it saves her like final destination. Yeah. Now expect a bunch of yeah. a series of Rube Goldberg devices to oh, yeah. start killing off everyone in this hospital. Doctor Smith comes out. And he's, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you out. Ah! And he slips falls through the <laughs> out the window. window. Sorry, window. He slips on a piece of ice that Bernie left behind in his his hot toddy. We know Twilight Zone hates toddy. windows. This is true. I could play that clip. <laughs> well, you should. Melissa's agent. How do you do? How do you do? You make an old doctor wish you were a young intern. <laughs> Look at her. That's amazing. I'm going to Google. I'm going to ogle you from the side here. He, and then creepily in your ear. Seth, I, I'm going to Seth can, Rogen laugh after sexually harassing you. 
I can kind of see the outline of your boobie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like I women, right? But it, he says in the most effeminate voice ever. Does anyone want to smoke a cigarette in the hospital room? Because you're just hot. <laughs> I'm used to spending my, all my time around a little boy. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. I'm sick of that little bastard. Oh, man. It's looking at the stills. It, this is an ugly you ass You know, it's episode. funny, though. Everyone in that shot is dead, by the way. Yeah. Everyone in that picture is dead. We're used to seeing that on this show. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's just weird. It's still, it takes you, kind of takes you out of it when you're like, oh. wow, they're all dead. All those people are dead. I'll show you something. They had lives that went on for 60, 70 years, and that was that. The one time I remember to show, to show not so much you because you gave it to me, but show the audience, I, I, I turned the desk around so it's on my normal view. Oh, yes. There it is. Yeah. I got the signed by Ron Haggerty. Uh, congratulations. This limited edition card has been personally signed by Ron, Ron Haggerty as Ben in Dead Man's Shoes. And he's with his dead left hand. There you go. <laughs> Those guys, I don't know how they get an autographed card from an actor that was in the Twilight Zone. Unless it was like hanging out on a, on a legal paper, like a legal contract, and you just kind of cut and paste it and just copied it over and over again for the for, for the printing of the cards. I'm looking up if Ron Haggerty, when he died. Uh, he can't, I think he died like five years ago. Oh my God, Dick. And when did he die? What's the year? This, that's why we have a card. The man is still alive. Holy shit! Born in 1932, the year of our Lord. Oh my God. Ron Haggerty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, any more of those twice on cards sign to pay for my for my health insurance. It looks like he quit acting in sixty eight. I was like, I'm out of here. Jesus Christ. And he was he in quit acting in sixty eight. He was in eighty things and quit in sixty eight. <laughs> and he worked from nineteen sixty four to nineteen sixty eight. He's in eighty things. Fifty one through sixty eight. Wow. Twilight Zone's like pretty like one of the last things he did. Wow. Like, Lassie was the literally last, but... Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Back in the days of television when you could make a career out of five shows. If you did, like, 20 episodes, you're set for life. Those goddamn residuals will keep you afloat. Keep you buying that booze. And then you went and did those game shows in the 70s and the 80s. Like, he was the star of the Twilight Zone episode where he jumped out of a window. Please welcome Derek Hargaday. How you doing? Ron Haggerty, and he slowly walks out and goes behind the screen, and some younger stuntman. <laughs> oh, here I am. Dead man. Uh, Classic Twilight Zone episode. Nobody, what was it like working, working with Rod? I don't remember. Yeah, I got a, I got a question. In scene three, frame number forty-seven, you were, uh, you were, you were standing there, but in the, with the glass was in your left hand, and then the next shot, it's in your right hand. I was wondering, was that a character choice or was, was that a mistake? What the hell are you talking about? I'm see, scene four. For, for. I, I'll be honest with you, kid. I was drunk after that episode. I was going through a divorce. I had a lot going on. My kids were fucking on me for a car. I couldn't afford one because I wasn't in enough shows. But then back then, a car cost $700, so I was using it to buy hookers on the side. Yeah, I got a question. Is the only reason you're still alive because you quit acting in 1968? That's actually true. 
That is very true. It's got to be that the only thing that allowed me to live another yeah. 30 years. Get away from drugs. God. Jesus Christ. I left Hollywood, that's so why I got to be 105. <laughs> that is, he is, he is uh, I mean, 91 that, Jesus now. Jesus Christ. He'll, He'll be 92 be in March. He'll die before that. And this card's value will skyrocket. <laughs> to $5. Right now it's useless. Well, it was only about, it was $4 and I got an auction. So I love it. If you get more of them, that'd be great. <laughs> I can't, well, shit. The like some of them go for 150, 200 dollars, because obviously I think the person's dead, but it's like the more famous episodes are like the ones that are harder to yeah. find. They, but they don't have a Burgess Meredith card. They don't have a I'm Burgess Meredith rookie card. I want a Klugman. Meredith. Well, Klugman's been dead since like '95. Yeah, I want a Klugman card. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, wonder wonder when these cards were made. Who made these? No, oh, it says 2018 here. There's not gonna be many of these. They came out. There's a set. There's a set of autographed cards. They're out there. Yeah. But I've I never saw them in circulation. Like when I was like, if these would have been like in a comic book store or a hobby shop, I never saw them. I wonder if this is like a Comic Con signing, or if it was like when they came no. in to do the DVD commentary. They May, maybe. I don't but know. it's 2018. Like they didn't do the commentaries after that. No, because Mickey Rooney's on the commentary. Yeah. When did Mickey Rooney die? Uh, probably ten years ago. He might live to be in a ripe old age because he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, you're short. If you're short, you live a long time. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci's the same size and he's still alive. Joe Pesci's going to live to be 120. <laughs> and hopefully De Niro dies. Yeah, Shaq will live to 60 max. Man. But yeah, 22 uh, with, with the great. Oh my God! I'm having nightmares. Help me. Kind of screw that. Up. Oh my God. Is that the peanut butter stuff? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I was taking a guess. Is it peanut butter liqueur? No, it's whiskey. Oh, are you mixing it with, like, Dr. Pepper? Or are you just yeah. Having... Oh, my God. Is this a special Kit Kat Dr. Pepper from Arizona? Or is this <laughs> a, a regular Dr. Pepper? It is a salmon, uh, salmon Dr. Pepper. Delicious. I was going to send you a picture the other day because we got, or did I? I don't remember, but I found a Cheetos... And apparently, because white people don't know what the word elote is, so it says Cheetos, and then it's um, Mexican street corn flavored. I'm like, yeah, I think you, you yeah, fucking I think mean I elote, that. like elote. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean street corn. I got. I don't know why they said it that way, but it was. It's. It was so fucking good. My kids will eat it. Well, like, I heard two year old Dorito, uh, Doritos is doing a liquor, a Doritos vodka, or uh, uh, Doritos whiskey, something like that. Yeah, I heard something about that, but I was like, it's no, like, that's not way it's Doritos. Yeah, 50, they're gonna do it. It's fifty dollars a bottle. Yeah. Who'd buy that? Rappers? You did buy it. I, I will when I see it's it. Delicious. It's delicious. We'll probably get it four years before you do. Oh, you absolutely will, yeah. Oh, you I forgot all that stuff. I forgot I put this on the on the poster. Shot of glorious video. <laughs> I put that on all the video. <laughs> video posters. See, that's a lot of work. You got to show that off. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's, that takes time, right? That's cut and paste on a picture. That was that's drag and drop and type. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my my wrist. I got carpal tunnel from it. It was pretty I bad. I know. Jeez, just just really for a show, you get no money on. Yeah. You make no, nothing off of this. No, 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 not really. This is all for love of the show. Yeah, definitely. And love of entertaining others. That's what we do here. We entertain. That's I don't so much care about that. I don't care about uh, any of you. Unless you're the other. <laughs> like, Hi, I'm here. 
Yeah. Um, here. Hi. Thanks no, for having me. It is definitely a, a good episode. It's just really bogged down with all the technical stuff behind the yeah. scenes. And the the video is really, it's a, it is a hard hurdle to overcome when you're watching this. Because yes. it is ugly and she's irritating too. And so the, you and really have to ignore pops. a lot to <laughs> for this the, episode. The, the, the sound pops because she's so loud and yeah. just annoying. Her, her scream gets you every time. It's just like, oh, God, don't do that. And she does it three or four times. And then, you notice they're dubbing stuff, too? Uh, that might have been later. Maybe it wasn't there in the original version. Well, I'm, like they, I think they shot it, and like it sounds like shit, because our mics... Apparently, their mics were just attached to their cameras. Because... Or she kept saying racial slurs. <laughs> might have been. She's such a horrible bigot. I, ha- I really had to take on the role of a stripper. So I had to say some horrible shit. I said really awful things to Bernie and really awful things to that fucking bitch in the airplane. And that pedophile from that space show. The Lost in, Lost in Space show. Yeah, that's it. Lost in Will Robinson, I think they called it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's about an old man who sticks his penis in little boys' butts. What? The so Catholic John- Church. Brought to you by the Catholic Church. Jonathan Harris died... In 2002. He lived a long time. He was like 90-something. Yeah. He was an old guy. He's, he was around. Um, obviously, he wasn't on Lost in Space until after the Twilight Zone ended. I'm just saying. We're, just, yeah, we're making yuck-yucks. Um, yes. Fred Wayne, who's the pimp, Fred Wayne died in 2018, so there could be a card of him. Yeah, there might be. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Barbara Nichols died 1976. There's gonna be a Whoa! sad-ass story behind this one. Let's find oh, out. Let's find out. Oh, that oh, sounds awful. Oh, God. Liver ailment. <laughs> oh, she that, drank a lot. That's, uh, I hear that's bar- barbiturates and, and liquor. That's what I hear when I hear yeah. li- liver ailment at the age of 50. No man ever loved me. They just used me and abused me to cast me aside. She's not even, she's 48. Good oh, my God. God. She looks like she's fucking 60 in this video. In this video version of the Twilight Zone episode 22. Her, her nicknames are the Queen of the B-Movies, the Blonde Bombshell, and Miss Long Island. Ooh. And why is this so specific? She's five, five and three quarters. Um, a serious Long Island car accident in July 57 led to the loss of her spleen and another serious car accident in Southern California in the 1960s uh, led to a torn liver. Complications would set in over a decade later and she's forced to slow down her career. Oh eventually, Barbara eventually, eventually developed a life-threatening liver disease and her health deteriorated. In the summer of 76, she was taken to Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles where she went into a coma. I told you there's going to be a sad story behind this. Uh, she awoke for a few days just before Labor Day, but sank back shortly after. She died at age 47 of liver failure on October 5th and was survived by her parents. Good God. Oh, my God. And she kept Good saying, and the hospital saying, room for one more. No children. <clears throat> Obviously. In the late 40s, she was a showgirl at New York City's uh, famed Latin Quarter nightclub. Wow. I'm, I'm sure... Her poor uterus was torn apart through all the abortions she had with Kirk Douglas and Tony Curtis and <laughs> and, and uh, Eli or Eli Roth, um, Eric von Strelheimer. Well, Strel- speaking Hyman. of those guys, she was considered a minor rival to Marilyn Monroe, along with James Mainfield, Mansfield, uh, Mamie Van Doren, uh, Joy Lansing, Cleo Moore, Greta Thyssen, Deanna Doors, and Sherry North. So she was blonde. Yes. Blonde with blonde. boobs. 
blonde with some titties in the era where there was blonde and titty girls all over the place. Yeah, please. That, that's great. That's like saying uh, Robert De Niro was an Italian actor in the 70s with all the other Italian actors uh, doing Martin Scorsese movies. Yeah, very good. She, yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's in Beyond a Reasonable Doubt. Hey. Fritz Lang movie. There you go. Um, Where the Boys Are, Sweet Smell of Success. Some good movies. She worked. Yeah, and then she did a horrible death. <laughs> I kept drinking and, it's, and having a good time just going out with everybody. Fritz Lang had a giant cock. At least Jonathan Harris died of a blood clot in the heart at the age of, age of 87. What happened? <laughs> Is that the age where, where we had that conversation? Where, where an old person Where you're sad or not? Dies. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ask. Like, what happened? Like, you go, how old was he? 95. What happened? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, he was 95. I mean, it's, been a, it's been a fascination of mine for years of figuring out that exact number. I forget what we landed on. it. I go younger than you, I think. Now you go younger. Yeah, I, go, I go way older. If you told me your uncle died at 72, I'm not going to have a follow-up question. But if you told me well, he died at 52, I'd be like, oh, well, what happened, man? Grandma, my grandma died at 659. That was a sad What one. happened? See? Yeah, that's a sad <laughs> That makes me think. But yeah. se- if you said 72, I'm not, I, I'm, yeah, 72-year-old died. Like, right, right, right. My grandfather died at 91. See, no follow-up question had, at all. Yeah, he, Didn't he even had, think. He had a good run. Because because you just yeah, yeah. your mind fills in the blank of that's why they're dead the right. the number yeah. does so yeah. even though you can say ninety one he was stabbed to death by my grandma what else like, oh god the, the one exception to the rule is Desmond Lewin Hugh from James Bond remember because we were like oh he, he died at ninety something well he died he died in a car accident yeah on his way to some like James Bond like uh, um or Comic Con or whatever some James Bondicon. That's how Lewin Davis died? Yeah, he died in a car accident. Yeah, he was, I think he was on his way. Oh, the, the, yeah. the great, yeah. There's no money in I was like, is he going to notice that I said that? Lewin Davis, very good. Uh, the great Lewin Davis played by, um, uh, what's his Oscar name? Isaac. Oscar Isaac, the great Oscar Isaac. Please. Oh, stop treating me like a retarded child or something. He's still kicking. <laughs> yeah, Shatner is going strong. He ain't going nowhere. Rocket Man burning through the heads of Lagerdon. It's just my jaw. Oh, Jason, we. Have you ever, you've ever seen, have you seen that video of him doing the. the oh, yeah. The Rocket Man? His, his Rocket Man oh, with yeah. a cigarette. Okay, oh, not. my God. The, the camera work alone is worth watching that. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> wonderful. It's just my jaw. Five days a week. Smoking a cigarette. He just, he's just he's like staring out into space, going. Slowly. Out in space. Rocket Man. It's, oh God, he's just the worst. Who owns that? That was when his—that's when his career was really in the shitter. Because Star Trek: The Motion Picture wasn't until '79. Yeah. So in there, like sixty-nine to seventy-nine, his career must have just been awful. Like that's when he was probably at his worst as a human being. Like just imagine hanging out with Shatner in 1978. Zero. There. Can you hear it? <laughs> I can't hear it. Okay, I think I figured out what StreamYard's doing now. It's just my job! Because it gave me an option. Five days a week! Oh, no, no, this says audio restored. Weird. Let's try this. Do you hear it now? And I'm going to be high. You hear it? Yeah, Okay, I now I know Look the difference. 
Look at that. Look at his acting. I love when it starts to crossfade. This is the best, right? As a kite yeah. by then. This was a show. This there was like is. a Saturn Award show. Here this it is. wasn't yeah. meant to be seen oh. by people. Man, I. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy did that as well. He did a version yeah. where he did Frodo of the Nine Fingers. He did a he did a Lord of the Rings musical, and it's quite bad. I will say I I have an album or like one of you know I used to rip albums. I got one from the library, and it was Shatner doing all spoken word versions of songs. And one of them, I forget what it was, was actually pretty fucking good. Well, Ben Folds did a yeah, album I think with the, him. And I, I think, think that, that was the it. one. That was the one, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this is this should be bad, but I actually <laughs> found myself listening to it from time to time. Yes. He's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Not enough to remember what it is offhand, but yeah. I'll turn on like every 10 Ooh. years, I'll be like, oh yeah, that. And then I'm like, wow, Ooh, I still kind of uh, like uh, it. <laughs> Are you down with the sickness? No, that's Richard Cheese that does that for uh, yeah, he does that, Down yeah. of the Day. But he doesn't. Richard Cheese actually sings, though. He's like doing the crown. He's doing the crooner bit. Shatner's not even doing the crooner bit. He's just reading like poetry. He's doing a poetry rap. He's just he's just talking. He's just the spoken word. That's kind of common Richard, people. That's what it was. What was it? Common people. Common Martin's college. That's where I. I'm one of you, the common people. I but I have a hundred. This is the Ben Folds one. She told me I that her dad was loaded. I said, That's why I did those courses for years. They gave me stock options and I cashed them out for $105 million. Can you hear this? No. She said, Fine. You're probably going to get a copyright strike for that, though. I know someone plays a, a snippet. I can't hear it. It's and not in as good 30 as, uh... seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's, it's fun. Because <laughs> well, he has a real musician behind it. There's music behind it. Yeah. It's better with, the, with that, that, that orchestration. Yeah, it's and Ben Folds knows, knows how to make music. So yeah, it works you can't out. do it with, with, the, with the fucking studio, the studio band from The Late Show. No. Doing a, doing a side gig Saturday afternoon in Century City. When Playing Saturn Awards. Trying to play song, a song to a man who does not have timing. Nope. And he's known for his erratic timing for everything. So how do you keep time, time signatures with that? <laughs> and, and you can't oh, say God, God. you can't say his cadence and his delivery is due to dementia because he hasn't had dementia yet. He's in his nine. He's almost hundred years old. This guy. No, that. So he's sharp as a. The man is fucking guy. sharp. Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. He had a this bit of. This is my job. Yeah. Let's I talk about twenty-two. Um, right. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Proof one um, more. It's a, oh, like I said, there's some stuff that ruins it, but overall the story, I mean, it is something we've seen before, but that's not necessarily something new to the Twilight Zone. Like, they, he does no. kind of recycle things. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's okay. I don't know. I gave it a seven. It's a seven, it's good. absolutely. It's, it's a solid seven. But I love the, the ending, though, where she's at the airport. She screams again, which made my ears bleed. And then she runs into the, um, the terminal or whatever, and she's looking out the window, and all of a sudden you see that they have the bad sound effect, yeah, and the really bad model, and it just goes poof. It's just a big, big poof of flame and smoke. 
and it look, has like a center. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'll show that. Rod, I, I also want to show. Lit the fuse with a cigarette for that for that model. She runs into a lady, like holding a vase or something, and the woman's like, <clears throat> and it falls, and she just goes. <laughs> like zero reaction really whatever she's whatever she's carrying was so important the bitch had to bring it through the fucking airport it had to be held she couldn't i don't want to risk putting this in my luggage lest it be broken and here she is just oh uh, i had to buy a sink for this yeah <laughs> well that's over oh, i guess i'll go back to staring at the psychotic candle clock on the wall what is that yeah that's a piece of 50s 50s uh, architecture right there. Is that like a north, south, east, west, or is it plane propellers? What is that? It's, it's some kind of satanic symbol. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so they marked your territory. It's whatever, whoever is cursing this plane to blow up, it's it's the sign yeah. of their omen to come. Yep. It's the omen for the, the tragedy. All right, here we go. I want to yeah. see her reaction. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> The lady's reaction. Whatever, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. She's hanging on the plane. She goes the other way. Why was she carrying the vase? Who brings a vase I, to the airport? No. And she's clearly she's gonna. Good, she's good a passenger. Question. She's not an employee. She's wearing a jacket. <laughs> so many questions about that. Was she going to go get glue and like put it together? Like, she's like <laughs> ah, shit! I got bills breaking on the plane, so I might as well go back to the. Uh, to the, the store in the terminal and buy some glue. You know what? I guess our plane's not going to have a vase on it, which is like everyone knows in 1962. That's what we do. That's an omen. Yeah, well, there you go. If you're at the airport and a woman runs to another woman and a vase drops, don't go on that plane. All right, ready? Room for one more, honey. Man, yeah. I love the soundstage look of the, of the airport. Yes, it's very stagey. We can hear, ev- no, especially right here, you can hear everything. You can hear the echo of the soundstage. Listen. I, I will also give a special shout out to the music of this episode. Right here. You can hear just echo. Yeah. As you so, would outside, yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember taking those uh, those plane rides in the airport were so echoey, like this on the way out. <laughs> those goddamn indoor airports—they're they're, they're God. echoey. Goddamn Howard Howard Hughes in your indoor airport. <laughs> we built a domed airport. It's the only thing to hold the spruce boots. <laughs> I said, hop in. That's just the model, sir. I said, hop in. <laughs> I should have that video somewhere. Let's find the clip. Here it comes. Right, ready? This is wonderful. Here we go. This is the Robert. Final Destination ending. You, you can't tell me that whoever wrote Final Destination wasn't thinking of this episode. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. completely just the same. Not now. Even has the same ending with the plane blowing up. Or, and that's the beginning. Just couldn't be. David Sow is on that flight. Oh, no. There's an eyeball in the sky. Jesus Christ, what happened? Someone fucking shoot a rocket? Yeah, it's the yeah. Soviets, sir. 
Oh my God! Another we lost another a plane exploded again. We gotta check. We gotta check that out. See what's the problem with these engines. No, it was a uh, John McClane stuffed a, a r- lit yep. rag into the gas tank. That's what it was. Yes, hopped exactly. off into the snow. That's what it was. That's your fucking runway, Holly. So dumb. Franco Nero was on that plane <laughs> with William Sadler. Yeah. No pictures, you bingo bitch. <laughs> oh man. Die Hard Two. We gave it a seven. Let's move on, right? It's a seven. It's, it's worth. It's it's a good one. I, but I mean, granted, I think the music needs a special shout out, and just it was a fun. Like it's a, one of those twist episodes, and it works. It's fun, and yeah, it's it's a seven for sure. Let's hear Rod's terrible dubbed over outro. This one's bad. This one's real bad. Profession dancer. Hospital diagnosis, acute anxiety brought on by overwork and fatigue. Because Prognosis, with rest and care, she'll probably recover. But the cure to some nightmares is not to be found in known medical journals. You look for it under potions for bad dreams. To be found in the twilights. I guess it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I was thinking of it. I was thinking of the first intro. I think I was too, yeah. Yeah. Um the coffee yeah, can intro. That's that episode. Next is Ring a Ding Girl. Uh so until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick. Salam citizens. Room for two more podcasts tonight, Dick. Ah!